Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hey there, so happy to be with you today, and I'm still in Greece, and uh, it's wonderful here, and I it's uh, just coming into the evening time here, it's 8 a.m. in Los Angeles, where I uh, usually have been calling in until, well, I guess about six months ago, now moving around. And uh, I have a special guest today, and I am so happy to introduce her. Uh, her name is Candace Jones, and she is the author of a brand spanking new book called From Stress to Peace. And uh, Candace and I have a unique connection. I'm so excited to, to share her with you today. She is a beautiful Course in Miracles student and teacher, and you're going to learn more about that in just a minute. I want to say welcome to you, Candice. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate yeah. the opportunity. Me too. I'm happy for the opportunity for us to connect and to uh, tell people about your beautiful book and your heart-centered teachings. And we're speaking of heart-centered, we're going to do as we always do and begin with a prayer. So I invite everyone to place their hand on their heart and take a breath of love and gratitude with us. As we open ourselves to the unlimited, to the unprecedented. Mm, taking that breath of love and gratitude, we're opening ourselves to a greater willingness. That willingness to choose again as we partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. In the name of God, beloved I am that I am, we are willing to be our true selves. We're willing to release the identification with the small self, the selfish self, the stressed out self, and to recognize that the peace of God is already ours. It's pre-installed, and we're grateful to allow it to reveal itself in our awareness. So grateful for this. In grace and gratitude, we joyfully allow our expansion to continue throughout this radio show, throughout our lives, and we're sharing the benefits with all beings because we're one with them. So grateful to do that. Mm. Yes. In gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Amen. Yeah, amen. So, for those who might not know you, Candace, you uh, you uh, have a blog uh, that's a very popular blog called Living in the Light. And where could people sign up for that? Let's just tell them that right away, and we'll say it again at the end. Sure. It's livinginthelight.com. Yeah, there you go, livinginthelight.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we're going to learn about here, you, you have a book that just came out, your first book, From Stress to Peace. 
And it's about your personal journey, an intimate journal on the journey from living in darkness to living in the light. And A Course of Miracles has been a very important part of that journey. And uh, as you, you talk about in the book, you started in a place where you really, I mean, you were down for the count. You were overwhelmed on every level. It's, uh, and uh, I think it, it, people can really appreciate that, that they often are feeling that way too. But you, you really were experiencing stress physically, emotionally, mentally on every single level, financially, uh, just, uh, just everything seemed to be coming in on you. Yes, it was. It truly was, you know, and this was the culmination of a number of things. But one of the things I think is so interesting is when I first found A Course in Miracles, and my husband and I were in a really, really low place in our, in our marriage, and we weren't sure if we were going to stay together. Mm-hmm. And we, during the time, we were both taking a, a course through Landmark Education. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but... Um, we were taking, yeah, so we were taking a course, we were both in different classes though. So, and at the same time, we were introduced to A Course in Miracles by classmates. We shared what was happening in our marriage and, and someone said to us in the class, hey, you should check out A Course in Miracles, it's all about forgiveness, you know, try it out. And so, so we did. This was in 2006. So, we started doing the course together and we, we would read it on our own. We were living separately as well. Um, and so we would both read it on our own, and then we would call each other and do it over the phone, do the daily lesson uh, together. And so this lasted, I would say we got to lesson 100 and something, and we, we also were doing counseling and, and some other things to get ourselves back on track. We were doing a, a yoga course and breath, breath work course, so a lot of work to help heal the marriage. So. So we were, we were in a great place, and so I put the book back, back on the shelf. I was like, oh, I'm good. You know, I'm totally <laughs> fine. Well, our relationship is fine, and, you know, I'm, I'm good to go. And one of the patterns that I developed in my childhood, just based on a number of um, circumstances, primarily uh, my relationship with my dad, which was very strained due to his relationship with my mom and how I viewed that. So I blamed a lot on my dad and really was seeking approval and love outside of myself. And so during that, that blame that I had on him, that feeling that I had about my dad, I still hadn't let that go completely, but I was always trying to fill what I felt was a void inside. So now the marriage was healed, so I, I shifted to career. It's like, oh, my, my marriage is fine, now my career has to be great. And so from 2000 seven when, when our marriage was really back on track, so to speak, and then to two thousand twelve, which is when I had this breakdown that you're talking about, I poured myself into everything to work, to motherhood, you know, had to be the perfect mother, had to be the perfect employee. Um, I would compare myself uh, in a major way, compare myself to others. And then Facebook was becoming big at this time. So I'm looking at friends' Facebook posts, you know, about how wonderful things they're doing with their children. They're going to museums and they're doing all these things. And I'm like, you know, I can barely stay afloat right now. 
because I'm trying right. to give my all to, to everything. Yeah. And that's when my body said, <laughs> you will have to, have to, have to slow down. I um, was diagnosed with depression, anxiety. I got pneumonia, the worst case of pneumonia that doctors had seen in anyone my age. At the time, I stayed in the hospital for four days, which you know is rare. They want to kick you out of the hospital as soon as possible um, in, my, in my prior experience. So they, they kept me there and did not want me to leave until, um, you know, my blood pressure was uh, stabilized and everything. So it was serious. Yeah, it was. And this was my wake-up call. You know, some would call it a breakdown, and sometimes I do refer to it as a rock-bottom moment. But really, it was a wake-up call, and, uh, yeah. and I'm grateful that it that it happened when it did as it led me led me back to where I needed to be mm-hmm. before we go any further into uh, your experience of spiraling up after having gotten so mm-hmm. low uh, as I was uh, thinking about this this afternoon and spirit gave me this question to ask you along the way did you get a lot of warning signs to change, to do things differently that you ignored? Oh, yes, regularly. Um, one, one of those signs was oh, at work, for example. I was working in a very high-stress environment, and I felt this pressure to to stay up with what everyone else was doing, even though most of the others I was working with were, uh, were single or did not have children. So that's, you know, that's, that's just a different, different lifestyle than what I was dealing with. But instead, I, I always felt this call within to ask for flexibility, to, you know, not to say no sometimes when, when assignments were, were given or, or someone was calling on me to do something that I knew was going to mean I need to stay up late, I need to wake up early in order to do it. I need to work on the weekends. Um, there were a number of signs. I, would, I was relying so much on coffee and caffeine and food and things to, to give me energy to, in order to continue going. And uh, That's important. I yeah. was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really important because... Uh, People don't even realize that if they're relying on things like that to keep them going, that something's mm-hmm. out of balance. Right. And ultimately, right. they will have to, in a sense, pay for that or, you know, become balanced. They're going to they're gonna get right. further and further out of balance that... Do, using um, those kinds of methods to keep going, it, at some point you're going to have to pay for it in some way. Absolutely. And because, I did. <laughs> yeah, because if we're not in balance, if we're not in balance, it's because we're spiritually out of balance. And so right. coffee is not the answer to spiritual imbalance. Food is not the answer to spiritual imbalance. There's nothing in the world that's the answer to spiritual imbalance. And um, and we don't always get that. You know, it takes a long time sometimes for some of us to realize that. I wonder if you can tell us, Candace, any, any 
more clarity on the ways that you were getting signals that other people might say, oh, I'm getting that signal too. I'm getting that message too. I'm getting that sign too to to come into balance. Uh, other ways that before you went into crisis. Sure. Right, right. Um, taking time for myself. I had a desire to just sometimes just spend time alone, just uh, go to the store by myself and um, sit in a in a tea shop and just read, but I didn't do it. Uh, I didn't do it, and I felt bad, actually. I would, I would judge myself if I took even a moment for myself. So there was that call, there was that nudge from within, take a break, just, just sit, just read, turn off mommy, mommyhood for a minute, you know, get a babysitter. And I, you know, I, didn't, I didn't follow that, follow that nudge. I didn't follow it. I kept pushing through it, pushing, pushing, pushing myself. I, I've, heard, I've heard that from many oh, people that they didn't do it because they would feel guilty if they took time for mm-hmm. themselves. What do you think mm-hmm. that guilt is really about? For me, it was, I felt I was, my work was tied to success in these things, in motherhood, in work, in marriage, in all of these external things. I knew nothing of my worth, truly. And so... I was defined by these things. So if I didn't do them, I wouldn't be worthy. You know, I wouldn't be viewed as successful. And so for me, everything was tied to that because I didn't feel good about myself. I was very insecure, extremely insecure. Okay. Wow. (laughs) You know, it's interesting that you, you were saying that you felt guilty and yet it also sounds like you just felt you just didn't, you weren't entitled. You didn't deserve it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. It was a combination for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is so common with people and probably on an intellectual level, you probably knew that that wasn't true. I think I did deep down, but I, I, didn't have long enough to pause to even yeah, to even yeah, think yeah. about it really. So it just became yeah. this endless cycle. I didn't I didn't pause. I didn't have moments of of real clear clear thinking, and I wasn't stepping back and observing. I w- there was no observation of my thoughts or what I was doing. I totally got away from all of the daily practices. So all of the right affirmations and the A Course in Miracles was on the shelf, you know, getting dusty. And um, I wasn't a part of any type of spiritual community consistently. Occasionally I would go, but I wasn't really connected with it. So, so yeah, it was just. Yep. And then things got worse and worse for you, more and more difficult. They did. They did. And. And there was a moment, you know, I start the book with, in a moment where I'm on the floor, literally bawling in the corner, um, trying to hide from my kids, from my husband, and just finally let it out. The, I hadn't even been crying, really. I mean, I, 
I would cry a little bit before bed, but even during the day, there were many moments where tears would want to come out in the middle of my workday, and I wouldn't let them, let them release. There were moments where I was angry and just frustrated, but I still kept this calm persona because I felt like that's what I needed to do. Um, and so eventually it just, I just burst, you know, just burst into tears and emotion and it seemingly came out of nowhere to those who were around me, but it really was this buildup from years and years and years of, of keeping it all in. And, and that was the moment, you know, my husband said to me, I think, I think you're depressed. And he, that just, it just broke me down even further because this drive for per- perfection and for trying to be approved of by others, which was a pattern throughout my life. Now, to me, this was, this was like the worst thing that you could say, say about me. You know, I'm depressed and maybe have to get on medication. And I was like, not, I wasn't wanting to accept it, but at the same time, when he said it, I knew, I knew that, that, was what it was, whether I wanted to put a label on it or not. And so during that period, I really had to learn to accept what is, which was a big lesson for me because my pattern was push it away, step it down, (laughs) get rid of it as, as fast as possible, but not look at it, you know, look at what's here recognize what it is I'm feeling and, um, and work through it from there. So that was a, that was a major shift, shift for me. And the only place I knew to turn when I was at this low, low point again was, of course, in Miracles. So I, you know, opened it, opened it back up. And I remember looking at the early lessons and not wanting to hear things like I'm not a victim of the world I see mm, right? because, you know, I felt like a victim at the time. Well, it's work, you know, it's work problem. And, and I have two young kids and, you know, I'm busy. And these, these are all the reasons why I'm upset. Now we were buying a house at the time and that was the stressful process of trying to coordinate that, um, the remodeling and things. So I just blamed it, blamed it on all those external things. But the yes. course reminded me to look within you know look within at the yeah my patterns of thinking my ways of being well we're going to talk about Candace's journey into A Course of Miracles and how that uh, has helped her move from stress to peace when we come back as we're going into the break, I'd just like to let everybody know that this week in Living a Course in Miracles, we have two free classes. Two more free classes next week. This week, our teacher is Regina Dawn Akers, my dear soul sister. And we have two classes for you in Allowing the Miracle this week at livingacourseofmiracles.com, where the classes are totally free for you. I invite you to go and check it out. And I'm Jennifer Hadley. My guest this week is Candace Jones, author of From Stress to Peace. You're listening to A Course in Miracles at Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love and we're walking the talk. And we'll be right back.
Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and my guest this week uh, is the author, Candace Jones. She's the author of From Stress to Peace, an intimate journal on the journey from living in darkness to living in the light. And she's been telling us about her rock-bottom experience. And uh, then she took The Course of Miracles back down off the shelf and opened it. And as she was saying just before the break, uh, she had a lot of resistance to accepting responsibility. And boy, oh boy, there's not a one of us that doesn't understand that. We really, it's so tempting to blame everything on the world. But as you know, taking responsibility is the way out of being tortured. So. So you you were having that initial reaction to picking up the course again and looking at the lessons again, and then then what happened next, Candace? Mm-hmm. So I I was in my counselor's office. I remember and really had a shift. I really felt the desire to get out of this state of depression. And and primarily it was an ego-based intention because I I didn't want to be viewed as depressed and um, I wanted to get that label off of me, even though I didn't have to accept it. But, you know, at the time I did, and so I really wanted to push it away and get out of that state as soon as possible. And I was willing to do whatever it took, whatever it took. And so I kind of said that inner prayer like, show me the way to get out of this state. And, um, and within the next week, I, I was on Facebook, actually, and I saw an ad on the side or on the sidebar that said Spiritual Espresso. And I was like, oh, what's this? Normally, I would not have even looked that way or seen it, but I did. You know, I clicked on it, and, and it was one of your, you know, prayers, your daily prayers, and I was just like, wow, I love this. And so I noticed that you you had a class that was starting up. So I jumped right in because I was ready to get out. I was like, okay, signing up for this. Then um, That was the Finding Freedom class. The Finding Freedom class, exactly. Yep. Finding Freedom. My spiritual boot camp. (laughs) And it it was perfect timing. That's what I needed. That's what I needed. Yeah. And um, and Marianne Williamson and Michael Bernard Beckwith came that following week. It was they were back to back workshops, and and they, I live in D.C. So normally they're doing a lot of events and workshops and things in L.A. But the fact that they were in D.C. right at this time, where I'm like reaching out and saying I'm ready and willing. So while this is going on as well. Uh, after the, I attend the workshop with Michael Bernard Beckwith, I put into practice one of the one of the things he shared, which was related to really calling in the vision, the highest vision for your life. So not your vision from ego, but the vision from your higher Holy Spirit self, as he would say. And so, right. so I did this pra- pra- practice. I get into meditation. I'm um, utilizing the the questions that 
that he uh, recommended in this life visioning process. And so I said, you know, what is the highest vision for my life? What is, who do I need to become in order to, to bring this to fruition? And I had no idea what was going to happen. And what happened was this clear call to share my journey publicly, which was so against the way that I had, the pattern that I had developed over time, which was really to look like everything is perfect on the outside, to have the approval of others. And to me, being authentic and sharing, sharing my journey out of depression, being honest about where I am, about how these patterns developed, about what I was releasing on a day-to-day basis, just, uh, it was a little, I felt a little bit of fear rise, but then there was more of this feeling, this warmth that filled my body, knowing that this was exactly what I was supposed to do and that it would lead me to, um, to freedom, to really, yes. to freedom, to find yes. my freedom, yeah. So, so I poured myself in at that point. Finding freedom helped me to stay on track, too, with the course, not just what I had done before was read the lessons. Let me be honest. You know, read the lessons. I was kind of applying them. Well, I was applying them primarily to my relationship with my husband, not really looking at all of my patterns and, um, and how they apply to, to everything else. And then I was reading a little bit of the text, but not fully practicing it, not fully living A Course in Miracles. So I was reading A Course in Miracles in the past, but, and reading all these other, you know, great teachers and great books that were, that were really inspirational for in the moment that I was reading them, but I was not taking that into my living practice. And so this time, with all of these support that, that came flooding in from that call to, to really make the shift this time, I did it. I went all in. It's like everything you said to do in Finding Freedom, I was doing it. I was doing it all. Um, I was doing the course, you know, everything it says to do in the lesson. Every 15 minutes, say this, I, I'm doing it. And um, and this time, I mean, a radical, radical shift occurred quickly, too. It wasn't something that took, I thought initially it was going to take a, a while. I really didn't know how long it was going to take. But um, I got on medication. I did end up getting on medication, even though it was, I resisted it. I, mm-hmm. I got on medication. I was off of it in three months. I was completely off of it. Um, cold turkey, too. Just mm-hmm. stopped taking it. I really felt like after after the boot camp, after uh, months of, of going back through the course, after my counseling, after all of the other supports, I just felt within the shift, and I realized it was me. It was my choice to choose a different thought, to replace those old thoughts of blame, of shame, of feeling guilt, of, you know, fear, doubt, and all the insecurity, all of those feelings. Like, I could actually choose to replace those with another thought, with the truth, too. Um, What you're saying is so important. Yes. What you're saying is so important because I'm sure you know this from 
people talking with you and asking you for help and guidance. People ask me all the time, what can I do, what can I do, what can I do? And it really is exactly this. It's becoming very vigilant in your thoughts, having a tremendous willingness, being willing to change your mind, and having practices that you really do all day. And Mm -hmm. initially, it feels like a huge burden. Oh, I don't have the I don't have the time for this. I I can't do this. I don't have the ability to be this dedicated. But it's like, you know, I just want to point out to everyone, Candace was working like a dog. She had the ability to work late and work weekends and work, 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 work. And really, but in that same vein, somebody who's working that hard and doing that much for others or to impress people in the world or to somehow get validation, they have the capacity to, to really focus their mind and do a lot. And you can just turn and focus your mind and work with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, if you're willing, will guide you every step of the way all you have to do is really just say yes just keep saying yes instead of saying i can't do it just say i am doing it right candace that's right oh that's so true that's so true i i couldn't see the end you know at the time and but every time i wrote wrote a post on my blog it was like it was freedom. It was one step closer. And even though I couldn't see the end, I knew I was being guided. I started to feel that I'm truly being guided. And I know that this little step I take today of writing for 30 minutes and, or, or saying this affirmation in place of that thought that, that just arose that I knew was going to bring me out of balance. Those little steps. Then I started to notice the things that would arise that normally would, would get a rise out of me would get me frustrated, would get me into these old patterns of, of annoyance and frustration and all of that, I, it just wasn't there. It didn't come up. I was like, oh, he did that thing. You know, my son is not listening to me, which is one of my triggers, and, and it just didn't get a rise out of me. Yes. I was able to choose quicker, choose the new thought quicker in time so that my response didn't come out in the way that it would have in the past with that tone that doesn't bring peace. (laughs) You know, it's such an important uh, point that you're making and uh, such a great, just such a great, uh, I can't even think of the word uh, story, I guess, because people can relate to how much you were suffering. You were in physical pain, emotional pain, mental pain. You really were down from the for the count in a lot of ways, really mm-hmm. like at rock bottom, really helpless. And you made up your mind to just reach up, up to spirit, mm-hmm. uh, not mm-hmm. knowing what to do. You were guided. You listened. You followed. You know, um, I... I tell this to people in the Finding Freedom Boot Camp class that that you took uh, on your way up. When you listened to the guidance, you took the class. And like you said, you did everything mm-hmm. in the class. And mm-hmm. uh, in when, when we actually dedicate ourselves to doing those things, 
That's what makes the difference. And spirit just gets up under us. It is miraculous how much healing can happen. I know people have told me that they've taken finding freedom from a place of, if this doesn't work, I'm going to kill myself at the end. I mean, literally, very sincerely, like, I'm just... This is the last thing I'm going to try. But they actually go mm-hmm. in and they do the steps in the boot camp and it works. And the same is true for the course. Of course, people don't need my class. They don't need anyone. They've got the Holy Spirit and the workbook mm-hmm. and they can just work that day by day. But like you said, many people read the lessons without actually doing them. Oh, yes. I was one of them. Absolutely. And then wondering why I don't feel the shift, you know, but why it didn't last, because I may feel the shift in the moment, um, but it didn't last. And like that earlier time when I did it in 2006, read through it, but it didn't, it didn't stick because I didn't make it, make it my way of being, really. And I didn't know how, really. I didn't know how. And so being open, I think, to the guidance that comes in unexpected ways. Because I was a type two that liked to do things by myself. So I can figure it out. I'm in control. I can, can do this. And didn't really want to ask for help. Didn't want to accept help from others. But the way that when I asked for help this time, it came in many forms. It came through inner guidance. It came through teachers that were sent to me. It came through books I was guided to read. Um, all, all kinds of things, things that people said to me, you know, repeatedly from different people I would hear it or from different places, and it was like, okay, this is a message for me right now. Exactly. So it, was, it was amazing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Holy Spirit is always speaking to us. Now, mm-hmm. as you were doing the Finding Freedom Boot Camp, working the lessons of A Course in Miracles again, were there certain lessons in the workbook that really stood out to you that really spoke to you in this journey to peace? Yes. I mean, the one that there were a number of them for sure, but the one I would say that I, I wrote down, you know, I put up in my, right by my computer and it was, I am as God created me. And that, for me, remembering that was so key because all this whole pattern, this whole pattern that had developed throughout my life of really seeking approval and everything, really making myself look good from all the external things that I had, that statement told me, right now, right here as I was created, I'm already whole. I'm, I am as God created me. Um, nothing can change that. Whether I lose my job, whether, you know, my husband leaves me, none of those things can change that. And it just really dropped in deeply for me. It was something that I I still, I still use that. Um, I love it. Yes, that's beautiful. It says so much in that one statement about the illusory nature of our life and our eternal perfection and wholeness in God. I am as mm-hmm. God created me. Mm. Well, I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to Candace Jones. She is my guest this week. She's the author of From Stress to Peace. 
And I encourage you to check out her beautiful book. Also this week, just a reminder that we have Regina Dawn H. Akers teaching a class with me this week at livingacourseofmiracles.com. Two free classes for you this week. If you haven't joined us, check it out at livingacourseofmiracles.com. Right now, you're listening to Unity Online Radio, where we're talking about A Course of Miracles. And we'll be right back. Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. The path to God is not long or difficult or complex. Wherever I am, whatever I am doing, I pause and bring awareness to the one spirit that is within me. I open my mind to the thought of one creative energy enlivening me in the world. I open my heart to the one love that is the essence of life. This love, God's love, is within us all. Spirit needs no books or rituals, wealth or architecture to reveal itself. It is as intimate as a touch and as vast as the infinity of space. I am at peace in the simple knowing that wherever I am, God is. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word Digital Magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. And we're back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and my guest this week is author Candace Jones. She has a new book out, From Stress to Peace, and it's about her personal journey from stress to peace. She's been telling us how Course in Miracles was instrumental in that, and she's also been saying how my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class was very helpful to her as well, and I just want to let everybody know that uh, I just launched a new new and improved version of my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp. I used to offer it a couple of times a year, and now you can join it at any time. And uh, I've added a lot to it, so it's it's much more extensive than when you took it, Candice. And uh, people oh, wow. from all over the yeah. And people from all over the world have been able to take that class and use it to really have that boot camp experience, though you can go at your own pace. You don't have to do it uh, with the intensity that Candace did. That's what worked for her. And uh, during the three months, you have access to all the videos online and the workbook and all the downloadable classes that you can take with you. 
you also, each week for that three months, you get uh, an open spiritual counseling call with me. And those calls are really deep and really healing uh, each and every week. So I invite you to go to jenniferhadley.com, take a look at the Finding Freedom Boot Camp class, and see if it's right for you. I always say, if it's right for you right now, you'll know it. You'll know that it's right for you. And uh, we do have all kinds of payment plans so anybody who feels called to take it can find a way to take it and um so we were talking about candace's digging into the workbook working the lessons and how uh, life-changing that was for her and that particular lesson i am as god created me and so you you obviously you've, you've completed the workbook now. Are you still going through the lessons? I do. I do. I return to them. I actually have been a part of a a group that reads reads through the course together uh, once a week for two hours, and I just think it's nice just to stay stay in it. You know, to to remind yourself of of the lessons of the truth that lies there. Um, keeps me on track for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No question about that. And (laughs) And I don't want to leave it dusty on the shelf anymore. (laughs) No. I know what happened when I did that last time. Yeah. And And there's a balance, too, because... Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, your relationship with your husband, is he still doing A Course in Miracles, too, with you? He's not. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's not, but he really, for him, it really, he really got it. Even the other day, you know, we went, we went to dinner, we were celebrating, um, celebrating the launch of the book and, and we've been through some, some serious challenges in our relationship. And I talk about that more openly in the, in the book, but what he really got, he really believes that his big lesson in this lifetime was really forgiveness. And he really got that. I remember the moment um, when we were we were going through the course together, and and he turns to what is forgiveness in the course, and he just starts reading it, and um, tears are streaming from my face, and it's just like we really he really got forgiveness. Um, mm. And so I don't know, he just lives from that place, and mm-hmm. he he doesn't read it on a regular basis, but the truth that we learn from it flows from his lips freely. So it's just, it's beautiful. Grateful for him. Yeah. That's, that is beautiful. Yeah. Forgiveness is our function. It is the key. And when we get that, everything shifts in our life. And when we practice practicing forgiveness. Now, let me ask you, because right now is a time of, such intensity for many people. Many people are having their version of that uh, rock bottom experience. Many people are feeling just like, I just can't go on this way anymore. Something's got to change. Something's got to give. And they know that it is spirit. They know that it's spiritual practice. And yet many people are still in resistance. What would you say to that person, Candace? I would say start small. 
start small. What I have many, many people that, that come to me start with is start with a five-minute, five-minute meditation time, five-minute quiet time, whatever you want to call it, every day. And five minutes, normally, even if you feel super stressed and you have a lot going on, five minutes, I haven't met anyone that five minutes feels overwhelming for. And so when you start there and start tracking yourself and doing that, um, then adding small things over time, whether it's your daily reading, you know, A Course in Miracles or some other text that's like a daily practice, adding that in, adding in some other practices, gratitude, et cetera, but slowly building up because I think it feels overwhelming at first when you feel like there's so much you need to do. And whenever I dig in a little deeper, well, why does it feel like too much? Well, it's, oh, I need to meditate for 20 minutes and I need to, you know, do this and I've got to read my lessons in the course and I've got to, you know, go outside in nature and spend an hour outside, you know, and they have this whole list of things in their mind about what they need to do to get back on track. And so starting with with the baby steps that you can commit to every day, even if it's seven days, seven days, I'm going to do five minutes a day, and slowly building up from there, celebrating the small wins along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things I say is, if you don't have five minutes a day, you just don't, you don't have an interest in it. It's, it's, you know? <laughs> really, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Right. If you don't have five minutes a day, you just purely are not interested. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other, one of the other things I, I say to people all the time, too, Candace, uh, particularly people who feel they don't have time, is that you have to, we all have to learn at some point that spiritual practice saves time. It saves mm-hmm. so much time. Just, I mean, yes. it's a, don't you notice that? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it it's like uh, my my regarding tithing. My grandfather had a saying: "The money you give to the church costs you nothing." That was his tithing philosophy, uh, which I love. I love. That. It, yeah, and the time you give to God doesn't take away from anything else you might do. It only takes away from investing time and energy into going around and around and around like a hamster on a wheel with the same things. So spiritual practice puts you in the flow of love, which makes everything go easier. It it avoids car accidents and and, uh, all kinds of breakdowns and financial hassles and struggles and loss and all kinds of things. Yes. Absolutely. And it allows you to just be present with what is, just accepting what is without without the need to push it away. Because when you're in a centered place, then when the things come up, even if it, you know, the car accident does happen or, the, or whatever occurs, you're able to just sit with it. What am, what am I to learn from this? What am I to see here? How can I respond from a peaceful, calm place in the midst of this? And it's hard to do that when you, when you don't have a daily practice. You can't even, it's hard to even get to that place. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Now it's uh, we're finishing up here, Candice. I just like to uh, remind people your website is Living in the Light, 
And do you have any free offerings there for people that they can take advantage to help get them started? I do. So if you if you go to livinginthelight.com, there's a, uh, on the right-hand side, there's a free gift. There's a first, actually the first chapter of From Chef to Peace of the book From Chef to Peace is available. Um, so definitely check that out. And then I've, I've got a newsletter as well. That that comes out uh, at least once a month, sharing some tips for moving from stress to peace. And the blog as well, posting there regularly. So there's always videos and you, on YouTube. You can check out Living in the Light TV on YouTube, and there's some videos there to help you help you get back on track. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you so much, Candice. Again, her book is From Stress to Peace. An intimate journal on the journey from living in darkness to living in the light. And it's Candace with a K, Candace Jones. So uh, I'm going to uh, pray us out here. And before I do, I would like to uh, mention again that at livingofcourseofmiracles.com this week, we have two classes. Regina Dawn Akers and I are each teaching a class this week. And we've got two more classes next week. All these classes at livingofcourseofmiracles.com are totally free. And our theme in this series of classes is allowing the miracle. So many of us, we open our minds and then we turn away from actually allowing the miracle to take place in our minds. So it's been a wonderful series and Regina is one of my favorite teachers. I dearly love her. I know we're going to have an awesome class with her this week. So I invite you to register. You, the classes are free, but you do have to register in order to participate. And then if you are interested in my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class that Candace found to be so helpful on her journey back to peace, uh, you can learn all about that at jenniferhadley.com. That's my ongoing Finding Freedom Boot Camp class. You can join me at any time. Now is the perfect time. Fall is the perfect time to get in spiritual shape. And let me mention, too, I have a year-long class, my Masterful Living class, my year-long class for people who are really interested in deepening their commitment, becoming more devoted, and truly being on that path of awakening, activating their awakening, then uh, the Finding Freedom Boot Camp is the perfect way to prepare yourself for my year-long Masterful Living class. Finding Freedom is all about clearing the clutter. So let's take a breath of love and gratitude together and be grateful for Candace's precious life and her sharing and her journey from stress to peace. Thank you, Candace. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> and with our hand on our heart, we give thanks for our own precious journey. We give thanks that the higher Holy Spirit self is always walking with us. Jesus, our elder brother, always talking with us. That we're never alone. We're always guided and led by the Spirit. In grace and gratitude, we open our hearts and minds to receive the fullness of that guidance. The fullness of divine love awake and alive in our heart and in our mind. And we're so grateful that we can and we do share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone. Because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude we allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. 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 <laughs> 